Hello, and welcome to Every 11 Minutes, a SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. I'm Tyler Pittis, alongside my co-host... Quadri Fletcher. And we are coming to you with episode 6 of season 1 of SpongeBob, uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, and Pickles. So it's been about a month and a half since we've recorded one of these, Quadri. How have you been in that time? Anything new in your life? Um, not really. I mean, I moved back home out of my college apartment. That's a pretty big thing. So that's fun. Um, (laughs) so far, so good. You know, hopefully I'll have an apartment elsewhere in a short amount of time. But yeah, other than that, I've just been working, sitting around a lot, watching like a lot of TV. How about you? Yeah, (laughs) same uh uh sports are back have have returned uh in this in this little gap that we've taken and most importantly i have a mic so that's exciting that's i true. sound decent <laughs> for once <laughs> we both sound great yes um, <laughs> and if you disagree you're wrong <laughs> well i'm excited to get back into recording mode yes uh, this is going to be a fun episode i feel I don't know why I feel that way, but, and I might be (laughs) wrong. Who knows? I agree. I agree. Um, especially the second, the second half, although they're both good. They're both really good. They both are. I found myself laughing a lot with these, uh, both of these segments. So this, this is going to be fun. Like you said, today we are talking about episode six of SpongeBob SquarePants, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy and Pickles, originally aired August 21st, 1999. The first segment starts off with SpongeBob and Patrick. They are watching Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy on TV. And it's one of these, uh, it's like an older episode of the show, obviously. These characters are much younger and <laughs> we'll come to know them as. But they're watching this this episode of the show and they start um, like reenacting things from the show. They have donuts that are supposed to be the rings that Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are wearing. Um, Patrick bites into his donut, which is funny when they're doing like the little by the power of Neptune thing. Yeah, the Unite. The Unite thing. Mermaid right, Man and yeah. Barnacle Boy unite. Yes. They disrupt Squidward, of course, as they're like trying to reenact this. And Squidward informs them that Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are living in a retirement home <laughs> in Bikini Bottom. So they make it their mission to like go down to this retirement home. SpongeBob suggests that they're working undercover, which is like, which immediately <laughs> made me laugh because he's not like living in reality. Right. Yeah, of course. There's like this weird like disconnect with his, you know, from his heroes. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same thing as how he idolizes Mr. Krabs or like, and yeah. Squidward for that matter. Like he, yeah, <laughs> he's so it's oblivious true. to what is yeah. actually going on. Yeah. And it's funny because like Patrick is not the same way. Right. You know, I feel like, yeah. And, and speaking of Patrick, 
his uniform or his his costume, I guess, of, of Barnacle Boy has always bothered me. And I thought I'd bring it up now because it looks nothing right. like the way Barnacle Boy is dressed. And I have no idea, like, if that was on purpose or he just has, like, two blue, like, rags around him. Or is it just one? He has, like, like the blue, like, superhero underwear thing. Yes. And then, like, a, a like a you know, cape, a small cape, which is not in any way the way that Barnacle Boy is dressed. No, and I feel like that's absolutely by design <laughs> um, <Yeah>. that <laughs> he just, he also <laughs> has no idea what's happening. <laughs> or it's like when you also, try to, like, it's like a DIY Halloween costume that right? you put together on October 30th. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, when Squidward is reading the newspaper, I don't know if you noticed this, mm-hmm. but it says school dropout rates soar, which I thought was <laughs> just a funny little little uh, Easter egg. <laughs> just like a really serious thing in the middle of uh, of that. <laughs> Things in Bikini Bottom aren't great. <laughs> no. Especially because do we ever even like, especially in the first three seasons, see an actual school just like the boating school yeah it is the boating school and normally it's the the version of the boating school with just like the one it's like the the little schoolhouse with the one classroom but then there's the episode uh or the segment i forget the name of it but where spongebob and patrick both go to boating school and the good noodle segment and that's sort of like a bigger building with a lot of classrooms i'm trying to think if we ever see like pearl go to high school in one of the either season two or season three well we see we don't see her in school but we see spongebob take right. her to prom right but there's That's no true. Yeah. which is in the school yeah. well i don't even that might yeah. not be in the school but right i'm trying yeah, yeah. i don't think we get a real school either yeah and and even racking my brain like the ne- the the newer episodes i i don't nothing comes to mind uh, of of like a school in bikini bottom yeah i can't think of anything either i can't wait until after we're <laughs> done recording and i think of something yeah. like such a glaring example of a school or something but i really off the top of my head cannot imagine a scenario in these first three seasons and- yeah, when and there might school. be people listening to this now that are like, oh, "Come on, like, you're are you serious? Like, I obviously, this, <laughs> they're probably like, doing oh. what I'm doing when I listen to podcasts and the hosts <laughs> yeah. get something wrong or they're missing something very obvious, and you're like, come on, yeah. like, why are you even yeah. hosting this show? <laughs> we are super underqualified. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's uh, let's let's go on with our unqualified selves. Uh, so they make their way down to, what is the name of the home? I have it here. It's, uh, Shady Shoals or something, right? Shady Shoals Retirement Home. (laughs) I didn't have that written down. I'm ashamed of that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so, every retirement home on TV has the word shady in it. I feel like, because I think of the Golden Girls and the retirement home that burned down, um, which is why Sophia, any Golden Girls fans out there <laughs> that know what I'm talking about, uh, Sophia has to move into the house with the rest of the girls. And that place is called Shady Pines. So uh, yeah. I feel like this is such a thing. Just call that a retirement home Shady. Honestly. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a reference. That's true. 
Yeah. They head on down to Shady Shoals and run into Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, who think that they are there to fix the TV. Um, and they ask if they're Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Barnacle Boy said Barnacle Boy says that they are now retired. And <laughs> this is where we get the uh the use of the word evil that plays <laughs> a big part in this. Uh, yes. Because as soon as they say evil, it is like Mermaid Man's trigger word. Yeah. Um, Are you Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Well, we used to be, but now we're retired. <gasps> but you can't retire. There's evil afoot. I said was there's evil afoot. Evil! Will you please stop saying that? Evil! 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 By the way, Mermaid Man, I should mention, uh, played by the late Ernest Borgnine. Yes. Legendary yes. actor. Of course. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know if... Would that be allowed today? Like his whole like freaking out over just the word evil like that is like you know i mean that's that is like ptsd type stuff and that you know <laughs> i don't know it's it's a little like for a kid's cartoon it's just uh it gets kind of serious i mean obviously a kid wouldn't recognize that but mm -hmm. it's like you know that's one of those things as an adult you're like yikes <laughs> it is very uh oh my god i forget i feel like there's an episode of something honestly you know what it, it just popped into my head there's an episode of Drake and Josh that kind of has the same thing where they're taking care of, um, yes. what is it? Papa Nichols. Yes. And yes. this man is actually having like world war two flashbacks or whatever. Yeah. And he's terrorizing yeah, Craig and Eric, Craig and Eric, the nerds. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're like his caretakers while yeah. Drake and Josh are off doing something anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. And Barnacle Boy, played by the late, again, uh, Tim Conway, another legendary actor from the, uh, he was a cast member on the Carol Burnett show back in yep. like the 70s. Yeah. And was just in like a bunch of things. So two powerhouse actors uh, guest starring in this segment. So back to the uh, retirement home. SpongeBob and Patrick get them all riled up because they want them to basically come out of retirement and uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy get them kicked out of the the building. So we bubble over back to uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are having lunch inside the retirement home. And this has always been one of my favorite scenes. I think it's so funny when they're in the lunch line and, <laughs> and Mermaid Man is treating it like it's an adventure that they're on. And he's saying, like, to the meatloaf, to the broccoli. Away. Away. <laughs> extra broccoli uh, to my young ward. A boy needs his vitamins. Here you go, son. To the table! Away! Careful! Don't run! He also 
yeah. this is something this is like a recurring theme that will come back in a later season episode when barnacle boy um becomes a villain but yes. mermaid man is such a like a helicopter parent if you will or just like a he, he's you know i guess barnacle boy is like five minutes younger than him or whatever so he always yeah. treats him like he's a kid and he says uh yeah. make sure you give extra broccoli to my young ward which i yes. always think is funny a young ward <laughs> he says the yeah. boy needs his vitamins yeah, um, and he even calls he even gets annoyed at uh him calling him boy yes. which is like the direct you know like that immediately causes that later episode where he like finally loses it over being called barnacle boy it's like that is some deep foreshadowing mm -hmm. for uh for spongebob yeah uh so they go sit down at the table and suddenly spongebob yells uh to get their attention mermaid man still thinks he's the tv repairman and spongebob interrupts their lunch and starts asking them about all of these old adventures that they used to have uh from the show and he uh suggests that they come out of retirement mermaid man says that he just wants to eat lunch and um <laughs> he literally he has this line where he says listen up you uh you villains i want to eat my meatloaf if you don't get out of here then by the power vested in me i now pronounce you man and wife <laughs> he and just I immediately transitions into a, a wedding ceremony it's fantastic listen up you villains i want to eat my meatloaf if you don't get out of here then by the power invested in me i now pronounce you man and wife what is going on in here you may kiss the bride reunite our heroes no but i'm married it's, it's so, fantastic and such clever writing and honestly the first thought i had when <laughs> i was rewatching this was this kind of sounds like when people isolate those clips from joe biden speeches <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> um but i digress so <laughs> spongebob physically gets kicked out again uh Patrick asks if he reunited the heroes, and Spongebob says no, but I'm married, uh, which is a funny line. <laughs> yes. So this this next part is the is it's the funny the funniest part of the segment. So to me at least. So it's um we transition to the next scene, and Patrick is dressed up as a robber. SpongeBob. Well, first of all, uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are like rocking in the rocking chairs, yeah. and uh, SpongeBob is and dressed Patrick. as a woman. Go ahead. Yeah, and and Patrick is not wearing pants, so he wears <laughs> pants all of the time, except as a burglar because he is on this striped shirt. So I guess he can't wear yeah. both. Yeah, it's actually it's like a striped sweater even. It, the, it has like the thick collar, if you will. The, right, of course. The, this yeah. is the second best time to wear a striped sweater. <laughs> right. Um, so SpongeBob comes dressed up as a uh, a woman, and I'm just gonna insert the whole clip in here because the whole thing is worth listening to. Up, up and away! Oh my, this purse is so big and heavy. Hold it right there, ma'am. I'll be taking that. Ah! Help! 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 It's working! 
Why, are you here to rescue little old me? Pipe down! You can wake Mermaid Man and he's ornery when his nap is disturbed. And it's the funniest visual <laughs> because as he yells at him, his like skirt becomes askew and the, like the, the eye shadow and everything like falls apart. The plan clearly does not work. So they have another plan that they devise to paint <laughs> the invisible boatmobile, which is supposed to be invisible for a reason. <laughs> which the voice acting of uh, of um, uh, Tim Conway in, mm-hmm. in that when it's supposed to be invisible is so good. It's so well delivered. <laughs> yeah, they're both so good. Him like they were the casting for these roles is so yeah. spot on <laughs> they decide that it's time to come out of retirement to defeat the evil which is like what they're basically calling spongebob and patrick because they've been so annoyed by these two so they start throwing water balls at them and spongebob and patrick are loving this because they're they feel like they're just <laughs> in an episode of mermaid man and barnacle boy so meanwhile mermaid man and barnacle boy are completely confused of why they are enjoying it uh, but they put them in this, uh, they do like a, the waging whirlpool thing where they like swim around them quickly and like try to spin right. them. And, uh, that doesn't work. They, t- SpongeBob and Patrick ask them to do it again. Uh, and then that's when they had do like the sea, the sea creatures unite thing. Um, yeah. Does not work again. <laughs> Mermaid man and barnacle boy feel like very accomplished after doing that. And then we transition back over to SpongeBob and Patrick watching TV again. The new adventures of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. The new adventures of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. We join our heroes locked in a battle of wits. Get that fixed. Remind you what? Remind me of what? Will our heroes ever get their phone fixed? Tune in next week and find out. Wow. That was even better than the old show. So thanks to you. There are honestly a lot of clips from, from this segment that are just funny enough on their own that you can like they translate very well through audio because it's just yeah. a lot of jokes about uh mermaid man and barnacle boy being confused yeah and and it's it's so um it's so uh um classic and, and it it because it, it you know they're 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 parodying i guess the like the old adam west mm-hmm. uh batman cartoons so you know if you're familiar with uh those at all which i mean most people are just through like you know osmosis of you know nerd culture or, or whatever that you know it's 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 so you know well done to be like yeah. that like the the sound effects with like the you know the words popping up and they even play the caped crusader song like during the like uh you know when they're uniting the sea creatures and stuff mm-hmm. um so it's just it's really well done and it's very i mean much like the the batman 66 series it's so campy and like so yes. very uh insanely <laughs> silly 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> they cut to SpongeBob and Patrick, and SpongeBob says, "Wow, that was even better than the old show." And uh, what is Patrick's line? He says, uh, "It's all thanks to you." And uh, the joke is that it's not better than the old show because it, <laughs> they're in like their eighties or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and uh, um, again, it ends on like the sound effect and the the orchestra powering down. Yeah. you know, with the, with the one final note, uh, like the old you know cartoons. It's so it's and so great. And SpongeBob winks at, or uh, yeah, SpongeBob winks at the camera, yeah. breaking yeah, the fourth wall. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I forget when this was, but I think we, we somehow passed over the, the speech of, uh, about old people and about how old people are the greatest. Wow. Mermaid man and barnacle boy. It's too bad they're old. What do you mean, Patrick? Old people are the greatest. They're full of wisdom and experience. The world needs mermaid man and barnacle boy. Someone. Somewhere is in trouble, and I won't rest until Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are out of retirement. Ooh, and I, I totally forgot about that until now, where it's where it, you know, he with the fireworks and the um, yes, uh, yeah. What are you talking about, Patrick? Old people are the greatest, and then it has uh, Ernest Borgnine <laughs> again winking and thumbs up at the camera just again breaking the fourth wall this is such like a ridiculous silly episode for good reason it and is. again parodying it you know that style so and i feel like it's the first um like parody of a genre that we get on the show i feel i mean maybe you could almost argue that like um ripped pants is kind of like a parody of like uh like almost Baywatch or like one of those like a beach type show or something, but this is like a direct parody. They're like absolutely spoofing a certain genre of like superhero show, like a Batman, like Get Smart, those types of very silly uh, shows about solving crime or superheroes. Right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic. It is. It's a really good segment. Yeah. Uh, which takes us over to Spongepedia trivia time. Once again, I can't endorse all of these. I don't know if they're true, <laughs> but they are fun to discuss. So let's see. When SpongeBob and Patrick devote themselves to help Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, music from Jurassic Park is heard in the background. I, huh. I did not recall hearing that. So I. I am shocked. I mean, that's like my favorite soundtrack of any movie. Mm -hmm. And, and so I'm shocked that I didn't notice that. Yeah. I have to go back again and do a little bit of a, a rewatch to see if that is accurate. Um, <laughs> but who knows? That could be the case. Uh, Mermaid man's outfit and superpowers are both very similar to Aquaman. While Mermaid, while Barnacle boy, excuse me, is a parody of Aqualad. <laughs> mermaid man and barnacle boy are also parodies of batman and robin like we discussed right. um yeah. the mermaid man and barnacle boy theme is as introduced in this episode is called the lineman which was originally composed mm -hmm. by sam spence for nfl films interesting that is interesting 
it, it definitely has that vibe. Like if you hear like the other NFL film music, I totally understand, you know, how mm. that with like the pomp and stuff. Yes. I totally, totally hear it. Yeah. I can, yeah, I can see it over some like uh grainy old NFL footage yeah. too. It exactly. Yeah. Like a running back running at like 30, you know, or uh, at like four miles an hour yeah. behind. <laughs> uh, Bar- Barnacle Boy was not the original sidekick of Mermaid Man. Originally, he was supposed to hang out with, I, as I'm reading this, I, this doesn't even sound real, but I'm going to keep reading it. Originally, he was supposed to keep, to hang out with an old coot. That's what this says. Named Barnacle Bill. Barnacle Bill, due to his marine mishaps, had a body made entirely out of driftwood. He also had flippers for arms and legs, wore a hat that, that looked similar to SpongeBob's Krusty Krab work hat, smoked through a wooden smoker that produced bubbles instead of smoke, and had a head that resembled that of the famous cartoon sailor Popeye. Stephen Hillenburg couldn't find use for Barnacle Bill, so he replaced him with Barnacle Boy. Huh. I would love... That has- that has to be real it's too it's too perfect it's you know and too exact to, so to be made up yeah the, the it's funny that you brought up the old coot thing because i noticed that all of the other residents of the um shady shoals uh nursing home are in are credited as old coot number one <laughs> old coot number two it. it's just a funny little uh little uh easter egg <laughs> i first of all i love any um anytime they go to this retirement home is so funny and there's a moment it's not in this this segment it's later down the line but i almost don't want to say it but i'm going to the moment when the uh like the fruit punch when they're all in like the white outfits and there's uh, oh yeah yes that is like one of my favorite memories for i feel like something (laughs) is always happening in this retirement home uh, anyway, yeah. let's see. Um, when SpongeBob and Patrick pretend, pretend their donuts are rings, Patrick first grabs a chocolate, but he's later shown with a glazed donut. It's always interesting how continuity errors happen with cartoons because I feel like they would be easier to fix, or I don't know, yeah. somehow I mean, I- not make them. Yeah, I mean, I also think that if if you don't notice it until the end, it's a lot more yeah. time and money, more importantly, to go back and and fix it. You know? Exactly. I was watching a movie, and speaking of continuity, and it was the worst. Like, I could just tell they were using so many takes because the characters were eating sushi, and every time they would cut to a different shot, they would have, like, a shot on a character, and then they would go to the other character, and you could see the the one character always had like the the positioning of the chopsticks was always different <laughs> and i was oh, like this geez. is so like poorly edited yeah yeah you go ahead i've heard i mean i've heard like just internet reading that the uh the time working on the jimmy neutron show mm-hmm. was so much of a nightmare we might have talked about this already on the on this show um, but yeah, so there's just like millions of continuity errors in, mm-hmm. in Jimmy Neutron that they just like didn't have, not millions, but, but they just didn't have like the time or money to, to go back and fix it. I mean, obviously SpongeBob probably had a little bit more, uh, you know, 
financial backing but like there are stories of like the jimmy neutron studio like losing power once a week and they just like (laughs) lost all of their work for that day and stuff it's just it's just crazy i i would love to to uh you know hear more about what it was like to work on that show (laughs) and it's wild because when you look at that show it is the end like out of spongebob fairly odd parents um danny phantom like all of those types of shows uh jimmy neutron's contemporaries like jimmy neutron looks the worst when you watch it today (laughs) the animation does not hold up that well (laughs) in a lot of those episodes yeah they were i think they were trying to do too much i mean there were there are literally episodes where jimmy neutron's hair just like phases through lockers and stuff that i never noticed (laughs) as a kid but then there are like pictures of it all over the internet it's like oh god (laughs) yeah it looks pretty uh it looks kind of crazy the animation it's and it's a lot of the uh it's like that computer generated like how spy kids and like a lot of those movies from the early 2000s are using cgi and it's so painful when you look at it today well i mean think about think about like the hair right because hair is obviously always like the hardest thing to animate on like people and you look at the hair in like uh that show and you compare it to like even a contemporary pixar movie you know and it's just it's hilarious the difference Mm -hmm. you know like (laughs) <laughs> the hair in the Jimmy Neutron, who's like moves as one. The what's what's the the like cool kid's name? Oh, I know I who you're talking that, about. Like, Nick Sydney crashes on and stuff. I think his My, name is yeah, Nick. maybe. Yeah, it's like incredible because he has like one strand of hair that moves differently <laughs> than, the, than the rest of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, we can save this for when we do our Jimmy Neutron podcast. Yes. next. Yes, that's next. <laughs> Thoughts on. Barnacle, oh my god on mermaid man and barnacle boy i really enjoyed it i mean i love like the old school uh like camp i just love it i think it's so great and i think that you know this this brought it perfectly i think it's perfectly done the the um uh my favorite line was at the end of the i think it might be mermaid man's last episode he was like he's or last line of the episode he, he's talking about how fun much fun he had and then he says, uh, I feel five years younger. <laughs> like five years younger is still old for him. Yes. So they're just like little things like that. Like it's not as like, you know, it's it's really clever. I mean, that's that's I guess that's what I'm you know, it's the, the writing is more like clever in this one than some of the other ones mm-hmm. in this this early part of the uh you know, it's not as I guess it's not as like slapsticky. Well, I I mean, it is very slapsticky. But I think that is like, you know, it's it's slapsticky to the point of like, it's it's so well done and and so well parodied. And I think it's also done well in respect to there are a lot of jokes in the segment about or at the expense of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy's age, and obviously a lot of the it's fodder for a lot of the humor in the episode, but it doesn't seem malicious. In any yeah. way, it seems just like very gentle ribbing about things that are relatable, things that like kids could relate to with their grandparents or yeah. that parents watching or grandparents watching could relate to. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, even like this, this SpongeBob speech, you know, he talks about how great old people are and, and stuff. So, yeah, it's not like it's not overly like as a lot of sitcoms are nowadays. It's just like all old people are worthless. You know, like that's <laughs> that's like that's like the attitude they take towards it. And it's, you know, kind of unfortunate. And now that and even that you said that I remember there's an episode of uh, Jimmy Neutron where his grandmother and the only reason I know this is because it was one of the episodes um, I had like a little I forget what the portable dvd players were called but it was like this special brand of like a portable disc player and the uh the discs were these special things that uh, that could only play in that device and i had a a disc with Hmm. jimmy neutron episodes on it and one of the episodes was one where uh, jimmy's grandmother came to stay and take care of him when his parents went on vacation and he was annoyed by her doing old person things so he creates a device to uh, turn her, like, to make her younger, and he accidentally turns her into a baby. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> more Jimmy Neutron <laughs> Yeah. I enjoyed the segment, too. I thought it was really funny. It had some very clever moments, some laugh-out-loud moments. And I, like, um, as much as I love both Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, I think they're great characters. Something about tim conway's voice acting yeah as barnacle boy is so funny and it's very he's a very squidward like character and we see that in the the segment later on when he becomes a villain um later on like in a couple seasons or whatever right uh yeah they have that little run-in with each other at the Krusty crab (laughs) and it's so funny to see them side by side talking to each other because it's it's like a weird parallel yeah and like the the um where they get really like that 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 thing that spongebob has done the show has done multiple times where they like zoom in and do like a very realistic close-up like when uh, barnacle boy and mermaid man are yelling at each other that is a, that feels very spongebob and squidward as well yes you know we're yelling like it's not me you old coot or whatever yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um i just realized how dark i don't have any lights on in here i just realized how dark <laughs> it did it got considerably darker like very quickly in your room and i was like i mean it's not a video podcast so it's not cares? do you care or no i don't uh, care i can still see you fine yeah <laughs> i just realized because i was looking at uh my notes for a second and i was on spongepedia and then i clicked back to skype and i look i like could not <laughs> i could only see my teeth so i was like <laughs> uh all right, anyway, are you ready to move on to Pickles? Yes, I am. The segment starts out at the Krusty Krab. It's a normal day. And I actually really like this the opening to this segment because it's really cool to see SpongeBob, like, in his element actually doing something well. He's, like breezing through these orders meanwhile you also see like the the juxtaposition of how much like squidward and spongebob care about their jobs because squidward is so like pissed about having to take these orders and rightfully so because the the customers that he is dealing with are kind of being idiots um but anyway so i was thinking the exact same thing yeah i really like the beginning of this episode and the the writing for squidward is hilarious Mm -hmm. yeah he has this really funny line. So after uh, he's taking orders, so SpongeBob makes one of the Krabby Patties, and uh, 
he does this whole rap about like uh one dozen crying cows on the farm and uh <laughs> squidward <laughs> says thanks farmer brown yeah uh which yeah. is really really funny yeah and the daring today aren't we sir yes <laughs> also, i think that's my favorite line <laughs> and it's like honestly so for people who i've never worked a food service job but just working in retail yeah. like there's that point in the day when when people will try to talk to you about like what they're buying or what yeah like for example i used to work at at a liquor store and people would would come in and be like yeah we're having a party for da 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 and it's like <laughs> i don't care and like it's just like sometimes you re- and sometimes you do engage and you're like oh but but like I completely identify with Squidward in this moment where people are taking too long to decide what they want or it, it sometimes it's it's too much. Yeah, I worked at a at a grocery store in the produce section uh, and you would not believe how many people told me that they were making stuffed peppers for dinner. <laughs> I mean, that is just <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Um, so this big d- green fish comes up and, uh, <laughs> this is, this is also great writing and kind of something I feel like may not fly today. I don't know. But so Bubble Bass walks up to Squidward's cash register and Squidward says, Let me guess, tiny, a small salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would not <laughs> i mean it would fly on like a sitcom i think yes you know but on a, but on a kids show probably not <laughs> i know but it is a great line and uh bubble bass orders <laughs> he says i'll take a double triple barfy deluxe on a raft four by four animal style extra shingles with a shimmy and a squeeze light axle grease Make it cry, burn it, and let it swim. And uh, Squidward, like, gives up writing that order down. <laughs> he says, we serve food here, sir. I like that. This episode was so funny that I'm laughing just as hard just hearing you say what happened. Because <laughs> he literally does give up. He, like, stops writing the order. I, uh, do you want to know, know something, Quadri? Yes. I figured out why well, I, I did. Uh, what that order means okay yeah uh so it means six beef patties with everything (laughs) on it but actually 24 patties (laughs) because he says i forget what he says uh with 24 slices of cheese toast instead of buns uh the burgers are cooked in mustard 24 of everything on it uh two toast per layer uh jelly spread on the toast orange juice to drink uh, light butter on the toast as well. Extra onions. Uh, patties are well done and extra special sauce. This sounds like something you could order at Denny's. <laughs> yeah, especially like the toast burger. Yeah. And also, as soon as you uh, said the word jelly, it reminded me of another segment, another memorable segment where um, yeah. SpongeBob gets the brilliant idea to put jellyfish jelly on Krabby Patties and yeah. it becomes a top seller at the restaurant. Yeah. And it, 
It, it is. SpongeBob peeks from behind the window, and we discover that he and Bubble Bass have a history. Uh, they know each other. I got it already, Squidward. <gasps> Bubble Bass. Squarepants. I hear talk you make a mean Krabby Patty. Yep. I hear talk you're kind of picky. <laughs> yep. Well then, here you go. As he is eating this Krabby Patty bubble bass, he says it's pretty good, except for the fact that SpongeBob forgot the pickles. And so SpongeBob starts having like a breakdown. <laughs> um, and then per the the Krusty Krab policy, which is written in the tiniest of fonts <laughs> on the menu, um, <laughs> Mr. Krabs has to give Bubble Bass two dollars back, which he acts like is the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And just like my headcanon for all of this, uh, I have no basis for this whatsoever but like it just gives off the vibe that like bubble bass uh bullied spongebob in high school yeah and so that's like spongebob is just like desperate to to you know show him up in his real world job now mm -hmm. you know and yeah. he when they first have the interaction and bubble bass is like you know i hear you make a mean crabby patty and spongebob says yeah. i hear you're very picky spongebob is really holding his own and being like because he just had this confident moment where he made all these orders and stuff so he's really like on sort of a high and then immediately when the pickles aren't on the sandwich his whole like self-esteem deflates and he like spirals yeah. and he's like yeah. tearing the sandwich apart looking for the pickles or whatever <laughs> so it really like strikes a nerve with him yeah Krabs tells him that the money's coming out of his paycheck and and he throws him back into the kitchen. There's actually so much violence happening in this episode because Squibbert gets like shoved out of the way. SpongeBob gets thrown back into the kitchen. SpongeBob forgets how to make a Krabby Patty. So Krabs suggests that he takes the rest of the day off and then puts Squibbert in charge of making, of doing the cooking. <laughs> so we cut over to SpongeBob at home. He's trying to jog his memory. And there's this really funny scene of him sort of trying to figure out what goes on the sandwich. And he's actually, uh, let me find it. He says, uh, in part, he says, uh, what, like basically what goes on the sandwich, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, bun, bun, no bun, no bun, no shoe. <laughs> and there's like this whole <laughs> thing of him. He thinks he names like a mattress. He says sheets, pillows. It's like a, it's nonsense. Yeah. Like he's actually losing it. Like um, he's trying to find order in his day. He's trying to find uh, order in, in everything. Yeah. In, in like every, every little thing. Yeah. Which I can understand living in, in, uh, in, uh, uh you know, pandemic world, trying to find yeah. order in the tiniest things. And he's like sleeps between the two mattresses. He literally can't remember how to do anything. <laughs> it's the next day. Squidward's done making the Krabby Patties. And he has done the worst job because they're all charred. He burnt uh, my shake. Oh my God. So good. So good. Obviously there are so many moments on the show when something like this is happening and there's a crowd of fish and they're all talking in unison and saying like little tiny things, but this is such a memorable moment. It's, you know, the one customer says he burnt my pet Krabby Patty. He burnt my fries. He burnt my shake. Patty, <laughs> they're done. 
Hey, he burnt my Krabby Patty. He burnt my fries. <laughs> he burnt my shake. And so everybody leaves. Mr. Krabs is like trying to get everyone to uh, come back. And he says that he has to get SpongeBob back. So he, he goes over to his house where first things first, a toaster is nailed to the door. And uh, he opens the door, and the house is in complete disarray. Uh, SpongeBob says, Mr. Krabs, hello, do you how do? And <laughs> basically everything's in shambles. Uh, and I actually am kind of like, well, I mean, this may make sense because Krabs only cares about his money. But in this moment, he kind of seems to have some empathy for SpongeBob and wants to see him sort of build himself back up and build his confidence back up uh so he um lays out this whole tray of ingredients to try to get him to build a Krabby Patty and literally it takes days or days pass because they start during the day it becomes night the sun rises again the sun goes down and then Spongebob after all these days says I I got it I finally realized that I can't do it. And uh, he is pretty close to giving up when he has this moment where he's, he just starts saying, I can't make a Krabby Patty with, and names every single ingredient and puts, <laughs> a, puts, it, puts it together in like five seconds. I got it. I got it. It's all very clear to me now, Mr. Krabs. It is? Yes. I finally realized that I can't do it. I can't do it, Mr. Krabs. I'm a don't talk like that. Don't you get it, you crustaceous cheapskate? I can't make a double Krabby Patty with the work. I can't put a patty on a bun with lettuce, cheese, onions, tomatoes, ketchup, mustard, pickles, and top bun together in that order. So he finally, like, gets it again. He goes back to the Krusty Krab. They push Squibbert out of the kitchen. People start walking into the Krusty Krab again, realizing that SpongeBob is back. And then Bubble Bass comes in again. They have a whole sort of interaction. SpongeBob, having his confidence back again, comes out and is very, like, bold. And uh, Bubble Bass challenges him to another bet <laughs> with these pickles. And no pickles. Again. <laughs> SpongeBob is really confused. And then as Bubble Bass is laughing... He yanks his tongue and realizes that the pickles have been under Bubble Bass's tongue. Uh, this time and from the last time. And then again... There's my car keys. <laughs> again, the crowd starts. There's my car keys. Bubble Bass says, there's my ride. Yeah. Um, everybody yeah. cheers for SpongeBob, including Squidward, which is a nice moment. SpongeBob leads a cheer for Squidward. And three cheers for the fry cook who took my place when I was gone. <laughs> and three cheers for the fry cook who took my place while I was gone. Squidward! Hip hip! Oh. Hip hip! Oh. Hip hip! Oh. Hip hip! Boo! You stink! And he looks so proud in that moment, too. I know. <laughs> and he's... And it was such a nice thing of Spongebob to acknowledge him. And of course, it falls apart. Because nobody actually cheers. Or they boo. They literally boo him. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And that's the end of the segment. <laughs> and Spongebob keeps going on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Spongebob <laughs> keeps going along with it, even after each boo. <laughs> and he really thinks he's being, like, a great friend, too. Yeah. It's so great. This is such a good episode, Quadri. It's fantastic. I think any time that... Because normally Spongebob is either really, like, confident or he's doing something... Like, he's in an element where he's having fun or something. So anytime where he's like kind of being challenged or is backed into a corner, it's great because I feel like that doesn't happen that much. Normally he's causing the destruction somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. Do you have anything to add before we go to trivia? Um, I mean, there was something that was, Oh, um, T. Bradley Baker is the voice actor of um, uh, Bubble Bass. He's like, you know, one of the most prolific uh, um, voice actors of of especially like the cartoons that we our age grew up uh, watching. He uh, was like the clone troopers in Mm. uh, the the, the Star Wars uh, everythings. Uh, He was in Phineas and Ferb, which I was not a Disney kid, so I wouldn't even do it justice to say who it was. Um, but he was, I mean, he's just been in, in everything he was in, uh, both avatars. Um, he's, and he's so, most of the characters he plays are so like deep and, you know, they have really fullness of voice. And then he does bubble bass who has like this very like nasally, uh, you know, it's just incredible to me. It's a great performance. This man's I'm on his IMDB page right now. And the, my God, it's insane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know i i looked him up before and, and i it, i didn't even know where to start i mean he's again the clone troopers but he's he's in so many different things american Apparently dad family not, guy he, ben 10 yeah uh, yeah Phineas and Ferb. yeah ahead. it's insane i said i mean I, he's even hot in cleveland apparently <laughs> <laughs> he worked with betty white that's yeah. fun i mean yeah so he's it's it's pretty cool yeah, that's awesome. I love, um, I'm trying to think, there's another, uh, Cree Summer, and, like, um, Tara Strong, and, like, all of those people who, yeah. Tara Strong, who played, uh, Timmy Turner. Everyone. Yeah, literally, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, and, like, every main character, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on to Spongepedia trivia, let's see. <laughs> All right. It would have been impossible for Bubble Bass to hide the pickles under his tongue for so many days. That's an actual <laughs> bullet point. Oh, really? <laughs> so dumb. Uh, SpongeBob says three cheers for Squidward, but he actually says hip hip four times. That's funny. <laughs> when SpongeBob goes back to the Krusty Krab, we see that he's wearing his hat. When he looks into the spatula, the hat is gone. But when we see him afterward, the hat is still on his head. Ah. Uh, you know. There you go. Animation is hard. It is. I wouldn't want it. Especially back then, when everything had to be hand-drawn. I didn't notice this, but now I immediately want to go back and see if it's true. On the menu, the Krabby Patty is misspelled as Krabby Patty. P-A-T-T-I-E. Weird. Yeah. Is it just... Is it just, it might be cut off, maybe? I 
like Maybe. the S might be cut off. I, I can't think of the shot. That's true. But yeah, so who knows? Closed captioning error. Throughout the episode, Bubble Bass is listed as Bubble Bath. Don't, <laughs> I didn't watch it with the closed captioning, so I don't know. Yeah, that's really funny. In this episode, SpongeBob makes Krabby Patties in a different way than he usually does. I don't... I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means either. I mean, is there a consistent way I was that gonna he makes say, it? Like, he just kind of like prances around the kitchen <laughs> in most episodes. <laughs> while Mr. Scrap, Mr. Scraps, while Mr. Krabs is talking to the confused SpongeBob, like while he's in his house, the music that's playing is being played backwards, which it is. It sounds yes. really strange. Yeah. Yep yeah yeah that is a cool little uh detail just to add to the you know the effect of the episode thoughts on the segments uh yeah I, I mean i thought it was fantastic i love uh the character of bubble bass and like his relationship with spongebob um it's a shame that we don't see him again until the the i've noticed in the new episodes while you know my nephew watches them and you know i i've just noticed that he like shows up again like he's he's just around in like a couple of the newer episodes, which I think is, it's a shame that he wasn't in, in, uh, you know, some of the original ones. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, maybe D Bradley Baker had other things going on. Definitely right. understandable. Um, but he's just such a, an interesting character, the way he interacts with, um, like him and Sandy, I think could have created some very, you know, unique dialogue. Um, it's a shame that he wasn't, he, he wasn't around for more. And he almost has a very, uh, similar energy to flats who shows up and (laughs) which is who flats is the kid in boating school who bullies spongebob and he's the yes yes wow i don't know how i forgot that but yeah you're you're right another instance of spongebob being intimidated some by somebody much bigger than him literally another like green i think fish Um, yeah but yeah i really enjoyed this one i thought it was i thought it was super funny yeah yeah well uh do we have any other thoughts about this no or is that no. it um well for the rankings at least yes um <laughs> i watched these episodes a while ago and then i just rewatched them this morning and i think i ranked them a while ago and i don't know what i was thinking um i had mermaid man and barnacle as as nine but i think i would put it way higher um uh than that and i just changed pickles to i think that's my second favorite episode so far or segment i should say after uh plankton i really enjoyed it i think i let's see i just had this open i placed pickles at number three and I yep. now have Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy at number seven. Okay. So yeah. uh, I'm. Yeah. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to literally start putting our uh, rankings in the descriptions of episodes of our Solid. episodes because I feel like then people can actually see the context of yeah how we feel about yeah that's true yeah good call check out uh spongebob pod on social media yes please do on instagram twitter facebook all of those things 
<laughs> all of the things that the kids are using these days. Yeah. No TikTok yet. No TikTok. But I have a feeling it's a good time to be jumping on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it literally. Right? <laughs> well, uh, we hope you enjoyed listening this week. Next week on every 11 minutes we will be discussing episode seven of spongebob which includes the segments hall monitor uh which i'm really excited about and jellyfish jam which is also kind of a fun one and it's uh yeah well we'll talk about it next time but we it has a little connection to our show so that's that's cool yes Anything else before we go? I know I've asked you this like six times, but I just want to make sure. I think I'm good. All right. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.